Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to The Front Porch. My name is Dennis Rogers, and as always, I'm joined by my good buddy, Michael Daniels. How's it going tonight, Mike? It's going great, Dennis. How's life treating you? Not too bad, not too bad. Uh, managed to make it back over to the house this this past weekend. Oh, that's right. Hey, I was listening to the show, believe it or not, I actually do, and uh, it was not a, quite an older one, and we started talking about your house. And I'm like, oh, we haven't talked about your house in a couple of weeks, and that and that and that made me realize that we should start a segment. We just start it and called, "Hey Dennis, how's your house going?" Right, just should, to just you know, to keep that uh, keep that going. Keep I mean, that pressure on. It's a it's a long, complicated story that I that I won't go into on the air, but it's it's been a lot of delays, and we're hopefully we're to the point now where like, you know, if if our listeners couldn't tell, any progress at all is 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 a big deal to me like if we <laughs> if we make it over there at least once in the span of a week um you know but i'm gonna you know i'm gonna try and We're, try and adjust my schedule set expectations with my coworkers, and get, even if i even if i just go over there and like i'm sweeping up sawdust and crap that we've got going on but yeah. uh yeah, well, I see, said, the last time I heard it was you were doing uh, on the show that I listened to. You were doing tile, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember when he was doing about tile." Yeah, I wonder how that's going nowadays. That's, that's so how is it, Dennis? Say. We we went over there Saturday, and um, Dad's patching some uh, some drywall uh, issues on the uh, on the second floor, and I did grout on the bathroom floor, and I've never done that before. But it's pretty straightforward, except just like the tile, we freaking ran out of grout. <laughs> and I'm like, seriously, again? It's not like you live close to these places. You no, have it's to go a, drive a it's little a, bit. It's a, a good half hour one way to the God. to the DIY store. And so I did that, um, you know, as far as we could. And then we went to the store uh, Saturday night. And I was going to maybe go see a movie, but the two options were, uh, were Tomb Raider and... Um, Sherlock Gnomes. Oh man, and, hot uh, movie! Yeah, D- Dad wasn't interested in seeing either of those, so uh, <laughs> we just went to the store and I got um, a sink top on sale. That's for the first floor bathroom sink. Um, yep, new toilet, uh, more grout. Um, got some trim for the bathroom. I don't know. It was like five hundred bucks worth of stuff. Um, oh, the big thing was a, a like a, a rollout. Um, uh, sort of like a very thin bubble wrap that goes under okay. the flooring. Okay. Because we're going to do laminate flooring on the second floor. I'm not crazy okay. about laminate, but they're bedrooms, and it's both cheaper and much more durable than carpet. I don't really like. Wait, carpet. wait. Is it is it laminate or hardwood laminate? I don't like 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 laminate. I when I when someone says laminate, I think of like bathroom stuff that you just. Oh, you're like talking thin... about like like linoleum linoleum that's it that's it linoleum no no laminate it's, is the, it's not okay. that it's that like it's that plastic hardwood floor right plastic floor I, i've got like wood i've got i've got some of that in the house and and yeah, i like I it saw, I, had, I, I had i had it in my last place and it's, it was really really good yeah it's it's not bad i mean compared to a lot of your other options like a stained carpet or uh linoleum it's it's a nice it's a nice in-between point that's pretty standard for the for the price point that I'm in, in my, right? In my yeah, the, the other side is is hardwood, which like if you you put up a, a laminate flooring to a hardwood, it's easily three times as expensive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you're like, holy crap! And granted, I know you get durability and all that kind of stuff and, and lasting, but 
I mean, if you're going to be in a house for 40 years, sure. I guess that's a good idea. Right. Um, but, but seriously, I have like my, my flooring, if something goes wrong, I just have to, you know, cut slice and I can dig, put a hole, replace that middle one and glue it down. It's not hard and it's right. relative, relatively cheap. The only thing is you want to like, obviously have extras. Like I've got a box extra in my, mm. in my house. That's a good call. Um, we, we got this stuff, um, from a guy on Craigslist that my dad was buying, uh, washer and dryer set from he had it okay. i don't know changed his mind on a or whatever and now it's discontinued at the store and so we got that yeah that's rough on the on the first floor i think we're gonna try and do hardwood but we haven't gotten to those final decisions dad's got a whole stack of hardwood from <laughs> from a different craigslist deal where he got the uh cabinets and countertop that are in his kitchen i wonder what the return on investment is on that like like if you're gonna get as much for, I mean, there, there's a wow factor in saying, oh, this is hardwood. I wonder if it's, but there's only like a certain point where a, a wow factor adds to real value. Money. Oh, to resale value? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's it's a matter you know of, I mean? it's, to me, it's more a matter of like, it, it doesn't, it doesn't really affect me directly. It's just like, what, what do I want to sign my name on? You know oh, what I'm sure. saying? Sure. And if sure. you, I, I had high hopes that this house was going to have hardwood floors and there were literally, not literally, but there were effectively none. The second yeah. floor oh, was. You, oh, you meant like underneath it or something? Yeah. Under, under all the carpet and stuff. Like the second floor had this, this wide plank pine that was top nailed and, and the first floor had some hardwood in the room that used to be the parlor that's now split into a bedroom and a hallway. Um, but when we tore the carpet up, um, there was hardwood just around the perimeter and the middle was normal, like wide plank flooring. It was like they had put hardwood in the perimeter of the room and then like stapled down an area rug or something. Oh, okay. And I'm like, crazy. so you like, turns out people have been half assing stuff for at least a hundred years. Of course, absolutely <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, anyway. Take it down and move on. Yeah, exactly. Well, well Just, the, it doesn't. Nobody's going to see it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Right. I mean, I mean, there, there's always an eye for me for like you know if I'm going to sell this house at some day and what I'll get out of it. Um, uh, but I know that I bought several ho- homes and the idea throughout my life, and the idea is that um, for the most part, the price is so fixed based on like actual dimensions, number of rooms, number of baths and like the location that it's in. And that is a calculable price point. And then there's like, okay, there's this little leeway. That's all the extras. Right. I'm thinking, you know, if you put $20,000 in those little extras and you don't get, there's no way you're, you're out of that range. You're You're putting too much. You're not going to get it out. And yeah, I, I looked at a lot of that kind of stuff when we started, they're like the things, the things that people say you get the most return on, that don't right. involve um, adding new square footage because, like, adding square footage is like you're now you're in a different realm, and it yes, was for like sure. I want to say maybe redoing kitchens, but even that was like seventy five percent return, right? And I'm like, wow, that's a that's a different thing. So what we ended up doing um, was like walling off and kind of shrinking all of the bedrooms. But okay. But part of that um, gave us a bathroom on the second floor. So the house is going to go from 
a three bed one bath to a four bed two bath and both okay. both bathroom both bathrooms will have tubs and all of the bedrooms will have doors because technically one of the bedrooms was like the landing stairway for the second floor it was like half bedroom half hallway and I'm oh, okay. like, this isn't really a bedroom, right? Right. <laughs> That's right. a joke. And also, it had effectively no closets of of mm. any kind. Like, one of those three bedrooms had a pretty small closet where we ended up tucking the uh, the bathroom. I do have some of right. those. Some of those blueprints, or at least not really blueprints, but like as best as I could put them together on my iPad blueprint app uh, on my old project website uh drakesbrewhouse.com dot com right yeah hey the the i know that when you were talking about the tile you had said that uh, like oh this is something where aesthetic i think your thing word was aesthetically things are getting better here this is some first thing you've done to be able to do something that makes it look nicer mm-hmm. the the uh i know when you put flooring down that that'll make it that'll be a huge thing I mean, yeah yeah once once we get past the hassle of of the drywall mudding stuff then i can finally finish painting the second floor then that happens we put the flooring down i can start doing trim once that flooring goes down then i'll be able to move back over there well once the flooring goes down once the bathroom is functional because there's (laughs) right now there's like one toilet in the downstairs bathroom that there's no door or anything down there so like somebody could go over there like we use it when we're working but there's no functional sink and so it's like nobody could really live in it right now um Ah, so you you get that where you can live in it then you finally move back over and got your own place yeah and then i mean that and then i'm already there if i you know want to work in the evening or whatever it's less of a barrier psychological barrier whatever yeah it'll go it'll go quicker i'm sure too the um do you have better internet over there? That's the biggest thing. Oh, for sure. It's in town, so there's um, Mediacom cable. Oh, crap. You got, like, real-world stuff. Right, right. It's not... Uh, the the stuff here is faster than it was. I think I've talked about it on the show before. It's, like, 15 down and 5 up, which is just not very good. It's a lot better than it used to be, but at some point around prime time in the evening, I'll get a huge spike. And I don't always notice it, but I notice it if like I'm trying to play Heroes of the Storm, and I'll be going, I'll be going along fine at like twenty to fifty millisecond ping, and then suddenly yeah. it'll spike. It'll be like eight hundred millisecond, and I'll drop out of the game for a second and come back, and I'm like, gosh, what is <laughs> it's so frustrating. Well, but, really, really long time listeners of our show back in November, late November, I had said that I was going to drop off. Uh, cable and i i still never have but uh i'm Mm. officially cutting it this month the um my cable box is just not coming in i kind of have to reset it and it's not working properly i'm like you know there's nothing i need here and and every time i go to like the most thing i'm using my cable now for is to watch news in the mornings and that's it so Mm. and if it's not working i just switch over to something else in a heartbeat and i just realized there's there's no point to this at all so save myself about 30 40 bucks you know you can get news from your uh echo devices yeah but you it i'm like watching the tv news instead of you know listening to them talk i can't remember the last time i did that right right unless Um, you count watching anchorman right well it yeah so (laughs) it's funny yeah so yeah this month this month i mean it's not just this month i mean i'm 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 not paying the bill i'm 
canceling it right off. There, there's really nothing to stop me. So I'm happy about that. And also, I picked up Hulu like a month or two ago already mm-hmm. to my subscription. So I'm already there. You know, mm-hmm. literally dropping it, picking up YouTube TV is just my my. It's funny. My cable company, the last two months ago, they started sending me this. Uh, why are you paying for cable? My cable company was mm. tell, telling me that, it, that that I need to drop cable and stop using, stop watching it. Um, and that's so it, that's been their huge ad campaign. Start joining the streaming revolution. You know, start streaming your content. Get what you want because they're offering a streaming package. So it's oh. interesting. They're literally telling you to stop. Well, they buying uh, their stuff. You know, they smell the blood in the water. If this, if this Fox Disney deal goes through fox is going to start their own netflix with blackjack and hookers and then the cable <laughs> companies are screwed right they're like yeah they, I, they can tread water with with just hulu and netflix but like disney gets in the game and it's over it's gg yeah yeah and 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 i think that uh comcast is 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 doing you know the the they're the biggest powerhouse that can go around and and bash everybody up to try to force their hand into mm-hmm. things but that that's only going to work for so long, and it's nice to see. Mine's not a, mine's not a, a small, but they're not a big. They're they're big locally. I, I'm Smithville here in Bloomington, mm-hmm. and they're like fiber optic throughout the where all their stuff. So it's really really good service. Yeah, but they're 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 nimble and small enough to be able to, you know, pivot based on what they think their trends are, and not have this kind of national type thing. Sure. Uh, sure. And and it's it's nice, it's real nice, and and so that so when they can say that they want to do, they want to embrace the stream instead of fighting it, they can do that, and it's cool. Um, but right, yeah, so right. if, if if my own cable company is telling me to stop buying cable from them, <laughs> I need to stop buying cable from them. Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe. So right. uh, speaking of speaking of monthly subscription services, just a couple days right. ago, I reactivated my uh, GameFly. What really? Yeah, they, you know. What are, what, what are you going to play on GameFly? I don't, I don't know. What, what games are you looking for? They, they sent me one of those, like, deals to reactivate. And I'm not I'm not really ready. Like, I apparently triggered something that finally got my WoW subscription uh, expired. <laughs> so you're like and 15 bucks freed up? I, I got on a week or so ago, and then, like, David started up this, my brother started up this uh, Minecraft thing again Ugh, yeah and right yeah i'm still like anytime i'm at my computer and I'm like i'm gonna play i always end up playing heroes of the storm even if i'm too tired and then i just get angry but um because i'm not playing well and then we lose and then i get <laughs> mad but uh they had this thing like you you know re resubscribe or re reactivate for a dollar and it came through a couple weeks ago and so i said i said hey phone hey telephone remind me on on march 24th that i should reactivate gamefly was like two three days before the deadline on that thing and so it popped up and uh, i'm like well i'm still maybe at some point gonna finish shadow of war it wasn't bad but it, it it gets repetitive eventually and i bought uncharted 4 Digital, oh. digital download it was on sale I, I was literally just i was gonna say like hey get uncharted 4 and we'll start playing it and we can talk about it nice but uh, I, I i i have that and i have the shadow of war and both of those are still in the shrink wrap from like black friday <laughs> nice. so so yeah i i need i need to i, I so what's, i what's what, yeah go ahead Sorry. i did that and then i got on and uh 
and filled up my queue. Uh, I think the first game coming is uh, Assassin's Creed Origins. Oh, I saw that played. A friend of mine played it, and I was Latest, watching him. Uh, I think yeah. it's Egypt or something. Yeah, um, I, I, I went over there, and she was playing it and showed me the whole thing. And I mean, it's Assassin's Creed, so yeah, it is yeah. what it is. It's, I've, play, I've enjoyed all of those that I've played. I think I've played through all of them. I might have not finished uh, the one that came after Black Flag. Or mm. maybe, yeah. I remember playing a lot of Black Flag, and then there was more. Like they had done more of that. Um, I liked like, Black Flag. I did. It's it's a little bit like Shadow of War. Like I can get too caught up in the side goals. Oh, of course, that aren't Absolutely. necessarily like side quests that are like unlock all the maps. But like no. in Shadow of War, just like in Shadow of Mordor, like as you kill the the um war chief or whatever yeah the, the captains yeah. the orc captains right it'll procedurally generate more orc captains like right you can play forever on the side missions on the side right. goals and i remember that happening with black flag it was just like go from island to island and unlock it and i never like completed that whole process the well the the uh that's one of the things i I used to love, and I still do love, but because I, I recognize that my time is limited, I try to stay away from those games. Yeah, because and, there's and, more, but, there's more stuff coming out all the time. Like it is, and, not just, and I gotta say, not just stuff coming out all the time, but like it's accelerating, like everything it's else, good stuff like too, like yeah. bands and movies and TV shows and the population like it's <laughs> there's more and they're coming out faster and faster I'm like it right. took me it took me five minutes to fill my queue with like eight playstation 4 games and i'm like that doesn't even right. include like breath of the wild or mario odyssey things that i heard were really amazing that aren't on ps4 <laughs> yeah yeah but anyway so i did that and uh our our tv room that i've mentioned couple times on the show with the deer heads and all that is still kind of a mess from uh from the basement flood yeah and so i like i like cleared a space and like pushed the tv back into its little alcove and uh and did the bare minimum amount of prep so that i could get on the ps4 again for the first time in like six weeks since before <laughs> the basement flooded and uh right and fired up um fired up uncharted 4 i had to like patch everything of course uh, oh man okay i'm gonna have to do that because because the, the ps4 uh operating system had to update and while i mean, I, I mean the, while the, i was the nice thing is while i was playing the game i kept getting notifications that like hey you know some such you know batman telltale yeah. is updated a, a game from the free thing that i haven't <laughs> right. played and all yeah, that you, stuff. you need you need to you need to set that thing to, to automatically update because mine updates like at night so it's already I never have it normally does, but everything was unplugged because of the, oh, um, the right, basement flood. Right, it was like everything right. was unplugged and moved into the center of the room, and right. carpet pulled out, and all of that stuff. But well, the, one, one, you talked about all the stuff, the deluge of good things or things that are coming out. One of the things that keeps me from playing games is my PlayStation Plus subscription. Is that mm. you know, I, like last was it last night or the night before? Um, I had I had a, a small window where I wanted to play games, and I'm like I, I, I'm sitting at my computer or at my PlayStation, and let's see what I, I can play. I can pick anything, and what do I do? I've got two brand new games that I just got done downloading, 
So I, I play both of those for half an hour or 45 minutes right. each. And and they're great and they're fun and they're all awesome to, you know, bite-sized in, in to get into. Um, but that's things that I wasn't playing, you know, Shadow of War or Batman, Ar- you know, Arkham City mm-hmm. or whatever uh, that, that, I, that I should be I should be playing. Um and, and I need to just focus. I, I really do. The, well, I was thinking, I was managing my time the other day. And it's good. You got to get your recreation organized. <laughs> I do. Well, it's good. Actually, I like that, that I have, um, that I've embraced, you know, as I've gotten older, the recreation, my hobbies, the things that I like. And I, I plan them and they are organized a little bit better. I have like my Sunday, my weeks are almost always like Sundays that I have my church group. And then on Mondays we have this show we, we do. Mm-hmm. Tuesdays is game group. Wednesdays is another game group, which is usually Star Trek, which we try to do or I reserve for. So far, and we'll then, talk about that in a little bit, right? And then Thursdays or Thursday or Friday or Saturday, which is the only three days left of the week, I try to get in a movie at least. So at some point, I have to spend some time with my daughter. No, <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right. Yeah. And no, Sydney, Sydney does everything with me, so it's, it's great. Sure, um, yeah, except for the show. That's cool. Did you? Uh, so anyway, yeah, it's, it's did great. Did you ever thing. get in? Um, did you ever get in Minecraft yesterday? Was that yesterday? Uh, yeah, I won't go too far into that one because we did talk at length about Minecraft. Oh, a that's true, ago. we did. But I but just I, know I you were say, messaging me, and I'm like, yeah, David has all that information. He have to right, right. I, I couldn't tell if you were messaging me later or it was him that was getting me all going. But I think yeah, because he he has my old uh, Xbox Live, and so yeah. it it has the name that I use for everything. Right. Well, long story short on that is that I got in and I was able to get get around and it's pretty great. Um, but um, I, the, the whole goal was that Sydney could get on her iPad and I could play it. And we could play it in the living room together. Mm-hmm. And um, she did create an Xbox Live account. We did it the other day and it was a, a child account like should be. And it was associated with mine. Mm-hmm. But children can't um, mm. can't get onto realms. So I right. had like I, I was re- had to go read do a whole bunch of hoops. Sure. Like David invited her, and I had to do a whole bunch of hoops to try to figure out how to modify her privacy settings. Mm-hmm. And then I couldn't actually do it because I had used my Microsoft account. <laughs> there was an old Hotmail account that was old that I never used, and and the, the I couldn't change uh-huh. any settings because all of my all of my stuff was. Like an old old phone number was the the, the recovery yeah. thing, and then an old 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 email from my ISP that I didn't have anymore. So it, it's going to take thirty days for me to process <laughs> to get in to change her stuff. Right. So, right. So anyway, yeah, we, we were we were all done. We were both sitting there. David sent the thing, and she saw it, and then we just couldn't we couldn't do it couldn't, that last step. Get it. Of, I mean, the, so there are two things with that, like the 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 hassle of the old account tech support thing yeah specifically right. with microsoft in this case that's the reason that i went ahead and bought the my my uh, microsoft windows 10 license from a third party i'm like right. i should have it for free but for 12 bucks i'll just buy it the other part yeah. of that is like really you who knows on on minecraft realms like it's probably for the best that they keep that restricted but um yeah, that sucks that it's like you have to go through. Oh, I thought, I thought, I'm sure I thought for a hot minute, like, you know what? I'm just going to create you a whole separate Xbox Live account that says it's an adult and, right. and just do it. But, and, but I didn't. I'm a responsible parent mm. and I do want to monitor, monitor her and it has a lot of tools for me. So, Doing whatever. Doing the right thing is such a drag. 
It is such a drag. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, my, Minecraft is is on our queue. Uh, hey, but the topic about that I, I want to talk about for a minute is a while back I bought the Steam Link. I think it's called Steam Link. Okay, yeah, yeah. Did I did I tell you about that? Uh, no, I talked to Trotsky about it, I think, because I was trying to... What game was I playing at the time? I think I was playing Final Fantasy, whatever it is, 14, 15, the MMO, with uh, yeah. with our buddy Chance, with a gamepad okay. at my computer. Yeah. And my computer yeah. is at a standing desk. Now, I have a tall yeah. chair, so I can sit at my computer, but right. sitting with a gamepad, I was like, man, this would be better if I was at a TV in a couch right. or a recliner and right. i was like how can i do that like i've done stuff when i was playing black desert i would use remote desktop because i wasn't really playing i was like managing a bunch of profession chores and so it didn't matter you know i wasn't fighting mobs or anything everything i could do with the interface i could do with remote desktop um and <clears throat> trotsky said you should get the steam link it's you know try it whatever and i almost bought it and then i did the due diligence of googling you know steam forums or whatever like hey has anybody played this game with steam link and it doesn't work because it's not an actual steam game and so yeah. the the overlay whatever that makes uh steam link work doesn't yeah. doesn't work for that game and i'm like okay well i can i'll put it on my amazon wish list and maybe it'll be a cool toy at some point it's not that expensive i don't think yeah it, it's it was only like 20 30 dollars and for those listeners who don't know what the steam link is it's it's basically being able to cast your computer the the steam to to a pc and it's just mm-hmm. a little box that plugs in your hdmi port and then you really easily connect it to your to your computer just through wi-fi Right. Um, and, and and I'll tell you what it's it's been it's been nice that it was not difficult to to set up. It, sure. it really wasn't. Um, and it's and it's there's not even there's not even any buttons on the little thing. It just sits in there and plugs <laughs> up. It's it's really really smooth, like um, a, like an Apple TV. Yeah. Right. So and another thing that it's good is that it, it actually is it's it's when I say it's cast Steam, it actually casts. You can go out of big screen mode and you can just flat out control your computer like i'm just oh, i nice. was sur- surfing and doing just you know just put it in normal steam mode out of big screen mode and then i'm just clicking on my, my desktop and folders and stuff like that from upstairs which was great i can just do whatever i want it's just casting my my machine mm-hmm. um so and, and i it's right you since it's not a steam game i was playing i played diablo 3 i played diablo 3 several times upstairs um now, for me in my my position, my office is downstairs, kind of on the opposite, intentionally away from the main living area, so that I can have like a nice quiet area down here. Right. And then upstairs is more that family kind of environment. Um, so, but I, I want to have that both, and also I want to encourage Sydney to play Steam stuff, uh, or I want to be able to buy Steam games that she'll like and we can play that are fun. Um, so being able to have that option upstairs with my other options is pretty cool. Uh, one of the limitations that I've I found and we're struggling with right now at this moment tonight mm-hmm. is that it, you you got to have to set up for a PC control on your TV is a whole different animal. Like there's cords streamed across the the living room, <laughs> or you have to buy like Bluetooth enabled keyboards, and then there's batteries to deal with, mm. and you know controllers that have to be. Because it has to be plugged in if you use your PlayStation controllers, so we have to give you. It's just a lot of extensions and cords we're going to have to deal with. Right. Um, 
so right now I think Sid is up there playing one finger death punch and she's um, sitting, sitting on the floor so that she can reach everything with her, the controller. Right. Um, so, you know, I just got to take some time to, to get things organized and way my living room is set up. I can do it and hide things away, but it just takes a little bit of a thought. Yeah. I mean, um, I was, I was talking to, um, I was talking to my dad about a, a TV show that, has free streaming on their website and so when i first moved back home i found the the video containers and like downloaded them all and now the show is at least those few seasons that i downloaded are on my plex server yeah um because at the time there was no way for me to get that video onto a tv short of plugging a computer into the tv yeah you know my my solution my streaming solution in my apartment because of the way I had like, so there are two rooms with a doorway in between. Um, if you're facing the doorway from the living room, the TV is on your right to the right of the doorway. If you're facing that doorway from the bedroom, the computer and the desk is on the right. And so across that doorway under a rug, I had like, like a 25 foot, dvi to hdmi cable okay and when like when i when i first when i got my first either computer with dvi or tv with hdmi or both um and then a similar you know uh, aux audio cable for the same for the same purpose and then i had a bluetooth mouse that i would use from the living room to control the computer and it would play right on the TV. And I'm like, man, now, like, in a pinch, if I can't get stuff right, and now I have I have my own Apple TV, which, which works pretty well. But for a long time, I had a Chromecast. I mean, I still do. But um, downstairs, that was, my, that was my option. Like, if I wanted to watch something that wouldn't work on my phone, I could remote desktop to my computer and use chrome from my windows computer to cast um chromecast to the to the chromecast and uh and do it that way and it's like that's still a really hacky solution but it doesn't require any cords run across any rooms right right it's like gradually gradually the technology improves i I had a i had a great little example of pc versus console gaming uh thing during our game weekend, um, mm. during ICG con, we had, we had lovers in a space, t- something space time. There was, there was a, a game that's out. Mm-hmm. I and, saw them um, playing that. I forget the exact title also. Right. Um, and it's a fun game and it's a multiplayer game. Uh, so Zahn, our buddy Zahn had brought over his PC to hook up so everybody could play it. He's, he's got this, he made his PC kind of this traveling type thing and he takes it to our, a lot of our game events. And then that way he can be the, 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 the video game kind of right. s- supplier, supplier, which is really great. And he, and he's literally trying to set things up so that he can, he can easily get, you know, three to four player games, five, maybe five that, that way he can, we can all have party games wherever we want to go, which is really cool. And I'm glad he's kind of like stepping yeah. up for that. But here's the thing. He brought it over to the house for that reason. He knew there's going to be a lot of people. We're going to play games like Dragon Ball Fighter Z, and, you know, Lovers in a Space Time. So Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. That's it. Lovers in a title. Dangerous Space Time. Okay. So 
I have that on PlayStation. Okay, it's installed. Okay. He he has it on his PC installed. Mm, I think I know where this is going. Right, right. You can already see. So here's the difference between PC and console. I literally had it up and was going. Like I just started up <laughs> the thing, and we had three controllers, and I my fourth wasn't was it? I can't remember. It wasn't hooked. Up. It wasn't charged or something. And I was like, well, I I I I, uh, I can't get the fourth. And then he's like, okay, well, well, let let me do it. Let me get this. Let me get the the thing set up. And it took him like an hour at least to configure oh, to make sure all the controllers yeah. were working. I mean, and to get all the, the drivers. Old, uh, it's the old land party problem. Exactly. And and right. I was like, literally. And you know what ended up happening? He can only get three. He could only get three controllers working because all the controllers weren't the same. And then you know, so literally, he could have just started the the console game and played it. In, in not even 30 seconds. Or you spend an hour hacking through the PC version and have the exact same thing. <laughs> exact same thing. Well, but you yeah, I mean, so that's so long the, configuring and, that's and the calibrating. Thing. I mean, when, and, I was, when I was in college, you know, and I got to the, like, when I, before, I, before I went away to college, our game options were you play PC games where, like, it might be okay, but at least one or two people, and I was usually one of those people, had a computer that could just barely run. Like, you had to turn all the settings down, and it would just barely go. Because I was too cheap to buy a nice video card. Like, I sprung for the video card that had two ports because I wanted dual monitors. But I wasn't going to spend, you know, $100 on a video card. Don't be dumb. And, right. you know, back in back in 2000. And, or you could play the N64. And you're like, this is okay, but the, it, I mean, it's good, it's great. GoldenEye was great. But the controller is weird. Like, who has three hands? And the controls were pretty rough. Like, the, the, the dual analog thing, I don't think, and maybe there's another game out there that I didn't play, but the dual analog stick did not find its, like, uh, what's the word? What's the word I'm thinking of? Um, shoot. The like, um, what's the word for, um, the like, the turning point? Uh, I don't know. Shoot. It's not, I'll, I'll think of it in like 20 minutes. <laughs> right. On. But, um, until the first Xbox and the first Halo. The first time okay. I played Halo on somebody's Xbox on my in my dorm floor, I was like, "This this is a new world of first person shooter like controls, where it's it's approaching and which is funny for me to say because I'm I'm pretty diehard on like consoles can't compete with mouse keyboard in first person shooters and I still agree with that, but like." That's that's when it took a major leap between Goldeneye and Halo. Oh right, yeah, totally. Um but yeah, the 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 hardware parity was the other huge part of it. I was like, "Oh, every everybody's the same." Like yeah. it's more it's more money kind of thrown at this one thing because a computer is a computer like you can have just one computer. Like, I have two. I have one for work and one for gaming because I don't like right. to work in Windows. But 
if I could work in Windows, I would only need one computer. And a game console, at least, you know, it was we were still almost 10 years away from from Xbox supporting uh, DivX compression and stuff. Like, we were a ways away from uh, game consoles being media devices. I mean, I guess there were people who used the PS2 for, uh, um, for DVDs, but that that stuff took a while and and really most people had had a dvd player by then it was a whole weird weird relationship but like i used it for a long time i'm I'm still using my playstation as my primary blu-ray player yeah and i and i did i did with the ps3 because as i've mentioned many times on the show i don't buy media and so it wasn't a big need like i probably wouldn't have bought a blu-ray player for itself um and sure. so the what my point with that is like the investment in a game console is just for gaming. Right? Yeah. That's pretty much all you're going to use it for, especially now like we've come back around where like you could use a game console as a media device, but you're you know, from the Chromecast to the Apple TV to whatever apps your TV has on it, if you probably have a smart TV if you bought it in the last couple years, um can get all that done for you you don't need a game console to do that and so so that's one of the like for the cost of spending money for this one purpose you get everybody on the same hardware and everything generally works faster you know if you're if you're doing it right the the updating thing has gotten better in ps4 than i remember it being on ps3 um every time like and it's it's still like this if a game is brand new you're like of course or not a game is new but you buy a new game that's not new right you buy a new game that's like six months old and you're like oh sweet i only have to download seven gigs worth of patches awesome right this is just (laughs) like a pc (laughs) right stupid patches anyway went went off on a little rant there we we talked about why don't we talk about our weekly challenge? Let's do that because we've been we've been. I know we wanted to talk about that. I wanted I wanted to talk about that earlier, but we uh, we we just kind of been talking, going through it. So yeah, what, yeah. What was this last? last that's week? what happens I, I when think I knocked it. When there's nothing really going on, we don't have a big uh, big nerd fest or anything. Right, right. So hey, uh, this last I week, forgot, we watched, it's been a while. What did we watch? We watched a real a competitive reality show, which is completely oh, yeah. out of my wheelhouse called right. nailed it nailed it i i did like how they they made them say that too B- based, based so. on the very popular meme if it's a meme i don't know people internet people are dumb they're like very specific definition of what is and isn't a meme like what's a meme what's a image macro what's a something else i don't know like calm down just calm down it's it's it's, it's right. funny like this is all supposed to be funny why are you nitpicking whatever whatever that's not what i'm talking about we're talking about this netflix show what'd you think of this the, show? well uh i liked it i did i mean it's funny I, I watched them i watched them all because um it's definitely a show i can put on in the background mm-hmm. you know i don't i don't have to pay attention to every little thing or or see things or worry about whatever it's i feel it's like a, it benefits from being given partial attention yeah, I, I I think so. The um, I, I I liked a lot of things about it. it it's, it's definitely your 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 run of the mill kind of 
cooking show. I, I liked that there. Um, you realize that you have low expectations for these people to do well, but I didn't feel like they were literally throwing people in here that were terrible. Uh, they're, they're not great and they are absent-minded, but mm-hmm. it's clear that they're putting them through. Well, hey, wait, did we say the premise of the show? The premise of the show for our listeners is that they are having, they have two rounds. One is like a quick win a small prize round where you get to like, you know, learn how the things work. And they have three contestants who are, they always say that they're good cooks or they're just homemade amateur cooks, whatever, yeah. normal Usu- people. Usually cooking or baking is some significant portion of their life as a hobby. Yeah, At right. The, they, the, they enjoy The furthest it. it'll go is like somebody m- maybe runs a side business baking. Right. That's, and, and that's so, the closest they'll get to the the um, the actual profession or career of the people who make the things that they're being challenged to make right the uh i i think um oh so so the second round is so the first round is that you have something small and they get to create something and then they win they win a a small prize it could be like a baking set of some sort or and kitchen equipment and it's different i only watched the first two episodes but the the first episode were different cake pops and the second episode were different donuts and they have three different ones, and each contestant has to sort of, like, run and grab the one that they want, and they try to make that one. So they're each competing in a different challenge. And then the second, the grand prize challenge, uh, see, well, I only saw two. The first one related directly to the guest judge, because they have two regular judges, a French man and a very obnoxious um african-american woman the main host that's that's her character she's the main host she's loud and ridiculous um and then they have a guest judge uh right and but in the in the main event they all try to make the same thing which is always something very elaborate very yeah it's that's that's the point is that it's it's difficult for the most best seasoned person yeah it's very difficult uh, so, so they're going to fail. And, I mean, you know, you know, they're yeah, going to fail. And they're, they're judged and it's okay. on taste and appearance together. The winner of the right. first round gets some nice piece of kitchen equipment and a. They get to wear a gold, glittery chef hat, right. and for the second round, and the winner of the second round gets ten grand. Yeah, and, 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 it's, and it's very dramatic. It's very overblown. There's like little little witty banter between the judges while the while the contestants are um you know well go, i wouldn't i wouldn't bacon. say over dramatic i see i think like iron chef when you say over dramatic i think of iron chef that's over dramatic hmm. like where they're like yo this is so serious and big and they really get into it and they're really like putting the pressure i ne- i always felt from the minute especially as it starts going on more and more the series does that it just gets more and more lighthearted. It's, it's not really serious. I mean, they have an hour and a half to do a cake that I'm sure two or three people did in a day, in an entire yeah. day. Right. 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 So, so th- there's no way that they can, you I, know, do what, it all. as, as I got to about five, seven minutes into the first episode, I was like, this has to be ironic. <laughs> right. And the more I watched it, I was like, it, it's it's straddling the line right like there's yeah. some real stuff but like it's the classic thing that drives me nuts about 
these kind of reality TV shows where, like, you can tell that it's edited in a certain way to portray the the characters, the people, who are real people, to present right. them as these characters that, like, exaggerate stereotypes and sure. all all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, this this has to be a little bit tongue-in-cheek. Well, it was. And I think I think episode three or four... As I'm watching them, that, that's when that's when I start to really feel relaxed with that show because I, I knew what it was. They knew what it was. And then the show directors and everything starts to really embrace what it is like. Yeah. Okay. And I could I could see where it was going with that. Like, as I said, I only watched the first two, but I watched the second one with uh, with my dad, and my little sister, and they get to the end and the host says, you know, stay tuned for our next episode, which is coming up in just a few seconds. Right, and I'm like, right. I'm like, oh, because it's Netflix. They're right? super. It they're, they it's 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 gone self aware. <laughs> it knows, right? Yeah. They, they so so. I'm going to say a couple of things that makes this show work and different than I mean. And someone who's just listening to us right now think, oh, it's just another kind of cooking show, and it is. But he, here's the here's the couple of things that set it apart. Um, one, I, I think the cast is pretty good. I, I mean, I'm not sure what you, you think about them, but the, the, the French chef gets better and better. He starts to get he's, more relaxed with what's happening. Good. He's pretty entertaining. Oh, he, he is good. And then, and then he, he, all of a sudden as each episode starts taping, he's more like, this is just a fun thing to do that I'm doing at work here today. And this is, and I like my coworkers and I like the, and these cast members are just my coworker <laughs> people. And he really, really starts to just like not lo- loosen up because he was never tight, but he just really get pl- fun with it. And then the, the, the co-host, the, the main host is, is obviously over the top. She's, um, she's playing a character. Right, right. But the best thing I like that I want to even see more of is when they start Throughout the season, they start showing more and more of behind-the-scenes stuff during the show. Um, oh, yeah. Like, I, I, I saw that from the second episode. Like, the second episode, she's talking to their producer or, or right, whoever Wes. who's supposed to, like, bring out the trophies and stuff. And she's like, where where are you? Turn the music off. What is going on? Right? I love it. I mean, and, and they start really getting more and more of that. I think they, they're just like, let's have fun. And all of a sudden, they'll be looking around. They're showing the judges. And then she's just kind of, like, sitting there. And she'll start talking to somebody off camera. And, like, <laughs> did, they, did they stop recording this? No, no. It's just that's how the show is. It's like, um, um, it's like some of those scenes in Anchorman or, like... I, I, I see where you're going with that. So, like, yeah. it becomes less Iron Chef, which to me is the, like, the Eastern, the Japanese, I don't even want to blame all of all of Eastern, the Eastern world for that. But the Japanese, <laughs> like, big, dramatic, you know, the things that we associate with anime style, right. which to my mind, and I don't, I've never studied this, but, like, to my mind is the source of... Of this kind of entertainment because we had game shows you know for decades but not like not like we have now with competitive reality shows so like that sort of thing to get more into like almost the office level of right. like 
yeah, we're here and we're making this thing. And who's she talking to? I just, <laughs> right. Well, she, you know, in that I think it's in the second episode, and she does it almost in every other episode later on when she starts asking Wes for the trophy that one of their producers, <laughs> and one and one she's kind of flirting with him a little bit because he's kind of this buff guy, and then and then she'll right. be like, "Where's my trophy? Why is it taking? Ha, have they not got the trophy? They forget, and then he's like, he's playing around underneath the desk with it or something stupid, and, and they don't cut. <laughs> It's just a, a behind-the-scenes <laughs> bloopers reel that's like part of the main show, and then uh, the best one. It, this is great. You almost want to. I want you to watch the last episode of the, of the season. They have a guest host from one of the guys from Super Troopers. Oddly enough, okay. Yeah, I know, and he's like, it's nothing else. But he's on there, and and he tries to be a little funny, but he's not really funny. Mm-hmm. And and. By this time, the 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 French guy and the main host have gotten in their groove, and they are like, "This show's their show," and these mm-hmm. guest people are just whatever. Right. Um, and uh, so this guy's kind of trying to be funny, but they're like, "Whatever, we're just going on." And then in the middle, like literally in the middle of the last challenge, he gets a phone call during the show from like his wife or something, <laughs> and he starts having this small little like disagreement, and he's like. I have to go. And he's talking to the producers off the, or the director or producer, or whatever off the camera. And he's like, I'm sorry, I really have to go. And the producer says right in the middle of the shoot. He's like, yeah, I've got some kind of a daycare type thing with my kids. I have to deal with, mm. and I, I'll be right back. I live close. And they're like, do, do you think they're that all is real? stunned? Oh yeah. This totally felt real. Cause they were all like, what, what are we doing here? What's, what's happening? <laughs> and, and you can see guys off the side of the screen and he's like, He's kind of not really being a douchey about it, but he's just like, I got to go. And you could tell that he's he's got to go. And he just runs. He leaves. And so the rest of the show there, they're kind of making light of it. You know, like, oh, well, you know, if we have another host. Not serious light, but a little bit that it's noticeable. And then like, he does. I don't know. I wonder if that was a bit. I felt like it was. I, I felt like it wasn't a bit. If it was a bit, they were all acting really well. Like, it just felt really well, genuine. Right. Because so, they were all really annoyed by him, but they were trying not to be annoyed. And so, like, their their guest... But their guest chef in that episode was an actor. I don't yes, know. Yes, he was... I don't know. Right, I right, right. It, it, I you have to watch it. it. But, yeah. yeah, you should watch it and see. Because because it wasn't just, it wasn't just it, him taking off. It seems like the, the kind of thing you would, you would do if you're making a cooking show based on a meme, right? You're like, you do this, this thing. It's like, um... But here's the trick: they don't okay, they don't make they don't make a bit of it. Like they don't they reference it a little mm. bit, but only in like they're sliding the guy. They're like, you know, well, you know, if maybe somebody else will have a, a babysitting type thing, and they're, yeah, they're kind of mocking it, him. It doesn't here. it doesn't turn into an episode of Thirty Rock. No, no, right. It's it's clear that they're not they're not like on his side for a bit, and they really are just kind of like, okay, well, we're doing the rest of the show without a guest judge, and it's they don't reference it enough to be a bit. You know what I mean? Right. And then when he comes back, he's like, they're all kind of a little stunned that he's back. They don't know what to do because they've already decided that they're <laughs> doing a two show. And he's back and he just acts like, you know, okay, well, I, I got that. That's It's all good now. Right. And right. they just and they just continue on. And I was like, did that really just happen? They, they don't even address it really and he's like they did but they were all very awkward they all felt very awkward hmm. like that he's that he's back and then he's trying to be funny again and they're all like i don't like you you, know, you just tell they don't like him that's funny um, i have to watch it yeah you have to watch it so anyway that's a lot how the show is is that it's all real and then also there's one episode where a guy does so horribly wrong that he's just out like there's at the beginning he forgot to put something in his thing like flour or something mm-hmm. stupid and and he there's no way he could come back. 
from the first 30 minutes. Right. And he's like, so, so what he starts doing is he just starts walking over to the chefs and he's just talking. He's one of those like New York city guys. Hmm. And he's, he's just playing the whole time. He never really has, <laughs> he never has anything. And, right. and you're like, you can tell that the, the showrunners and the hosts realize that they've lost this control, of this guy. Right. So, so they're just recording it. You know, they're right, just letting, right. they're just rolling with it. Just keep it rolling. Right. We'll, which I like. We'll so anyway, that, that, that's what I really like. I did like about that show that it was very endearing. And if they have a second season, I'd like for them to embrace more of that because it's kind of like watching a handy cam. Like you said, the office type episodes. Yeah. Did, did you ever that. see um, a YouTube series called the catering show? I have not. No. Uh, it's, it's catering spelled with a K. Okay. I, uh-uh. I, I think it's maybe otherwise, but spe- I can't picture the spelling in my mind right now. But it's um, two Australian comedians uh, doing a doing a fake cooking show, like a like a home cooking show, right? Not a competitive okay. show like this, but like a like a Food Network, you know, uh, Rachel Ray kind of thing, except like people do on YouTube. And okay. it's it's just ridiculous. Like uh, the premise is that one of them is uh, is food intolerant. Like she's okay. she has a long long list of food allergies, and okay. then the the other one is your stereotypical obnoxious foodie. Okay, um, it's it's pretty funny. I'll I'll put a link in the show notes. But their first season was. I mean, I don't want to oversell it because you know, on this, sh- <laughs> on this show, we're all about moderated expectations. But it's it's legitimately hilarious. Their well, their second season kind of like they got picked up by one of the the Australian television networks or something, and it it, it changed in tone a little bit. But it was still good, but not. They lost a little bit of the feel of the first season, but got it. Um, it, that some of the stuff you said about this show, sort of, you know, Spark with the mistakes that. and stuff, reminded me of that. Well, I, I will I will tell to listeners that that if you're looking for something easy and lighthearted on Netflix that that doesn't take up a lot of time, I really do think they only have like six episodes, maybe, mm-hmm. and or, or eight. It's not very many, and they're only like twenty three minutes long. Um, that, that this is this is a good one, and it, and especially if you don't mind reality kind of semi competition type shows. Um, like I said, I, I had it on while doing other things, and it was great to see every once in a while, and it, it was fun. So I enjoyed it. It was good stuff. Yeah. Do we? Do we? Are, hey, are we ready to talk about next week's challenge already? Um, sure. We might as well do that now. Let's do it. Let's set one up. Let's do something. Let's do like. Let's go back to like a show or a movie or something. I mean, not not that reality isn't good, but you got one in got one in mind for me. Let's see. We talked about one. Netflix keeps trying to get me to watch Santa Clarita Diet. I know they're they're really pushing Santa Santa Clara diet now these days. I, I watched like two or three episodes of it and it it's just not very good. I, I did too, and and I, I'm the same way. It, it doesn't seem that interesting. I mean, okay, I saw this. Better, I saw this movie come up. Um, it it's probably terrible, but uh, it's called Game Over Man. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I, that came up on mine too. Uh, with the guy, I'm trying to think. He's with, um, oh, he's one of those. He's one of the new comedian actors with Zac Efron. He goes in shows with Zac Efron a lot. 
who's in uh, the fraternity sorority house show. Oh, that bit. yeah. There's that dude. There's this dude from uh, from Modern Family who was in uh, the rom com. Uh, oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Recently, <laughs> there, when we first met, there's actually there's actually built a lot of characters on that show. Like there's got to be a lot of cameos or something. Um, so game over, man. Okay. Yeah. It's comedy, right? Yes. It looks like it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Watch it be this like dark comedy again. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. We, we, we started out with a lot of dark, dark comedies on, uh, right on now. Now we go all the way over to nailed it, which is <laughs> the other way we were right. compensating, overcompensating, right. we're overcompensating for our, yeah. for our choices there. Um, so, so okay. Okay. That's a good one. Let's, let's jump straight into good news. Everyone. Oh yeah. I don't know why every single time you bring this segment up, I get surprised. It's it's surprise. I, I don't I don't give you any warning before. <laughs> I love it. I mean, we don't even talk about it before the show or after yeah, the show. Yeah, it's just like nowhere. If everything I, in the show is in the show. I I was uh I on the way I picked up my daughter Sydney from the airport. She was at her mom's for 2 weeks for spring break. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. on the way back, I was I was explaining to her this new segment that we have good news everybody. And she, and I say Dennis says good news everybody and she starts laughing and then we <laughs> put the show on their on the radio and she just listens to you say good news everybody and she's like that's the best segment ever <laughs> <laughs> i was like and i had no idea what to talk about has, and then, has she seen futurama i uh, no, she's not watching futurama i don't i don't know she's 11 yes she's 11 it was it even be... on at the, was it off the air at that no time? i mean she's she's probably too young to have seen it but i i don't know i don't know if she's the right age where she would get and appreciate all the humor. It's hard to say. <laughs> right. I'm right. the wrong person to ask about that question. But, uh. <laughs> right. Well, all right. Uh, uh, so should I go first or you? Yes, you go first because I'm going to have to take a minute. Okay. Um, I guess for me it's a combination of finally getting back over to the house and making some progress as we talked about earlier in the show. Um, yeah. But ultimately we finally got together. It took like six weeks just from our second session to to finish our first entire uh, episode quote unquote of uh, of star trek adventures oh yeah that's right we did finish that was our, a, that was a good day our star trek role playing yeah you uh you 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 were i don't i don't know we how to say this had a good time that night in a in a family friendly you had some leftover libations from from icg con that uh, right. that you Which were I enjoying. availed myself of that night yeah. that was something before we even started, it was it was a good time. But we played the 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 prologue slash playtest episode of Star Trek Adventures that's in the back of the core rulebook, and um, it took us three sessions and three months. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know it was after the holidays when we started because I spend a lot of time during the holidays on my iPad trying to read the rules mm. and yeah. and get all of it down, which is not effective at all like i needed to be focusing on rules instead of just trying to read the rule book as a normal book but whatever it's live and learn um and yeah took us took us three full sessions and i know that it had been like five or six weeks between session two and session three but um we finally got back to that we wrapped it up as it turned out we had way more time like our our hard finish time was 10 30 and i think it was like 9 45 when we were done <laughs> i remember at one point done. we we were like what is taking so long because you know our inebriated brains were like 
trying to grapple with what what's happening here. <laughs> and and then at one point you said it's too early to end. <laughs> so I'm doing something here. I'm like, can I? Should I just throw more stuff for them to fight? I mean, it's not D and D. It's Star Trek. It's right. not supposed to be all about combat. And I, I will say, with, without going too much into the all of the the adventure that we were playing and everything, but it, it it ended. It felt like that last episode, things were starting to come together from all of the pre the two previous ones we'd done, and we were getting the hang of not just how it works, but you know how we interact together and and how you would interact. Yeah, so it felt, yeah. It felt I really think fun. we we really still fun. don't. Uh, we I I still don't have a good handle on on social conflict. That's a that's a rules. Uh, <laughs> is that a, is that a real life thing? Are you talking about the game or? Well, I mean, like in, in, life in, or? <laughs> in real life too. I have no no idea, but no, uh, it's a game mechanic, social conflict. But I think we've we've got a pretty good handle on combat um, conflict, and we're we're getting a pretty good handle on tasks and extended tasks, right? Uh, which won't mean anything to most listeners of the show, except for. You know our our three other participants in this in this uh, endeavor, Star Trek role playing, are make up half of our listeners probably. So, the- <laughs> well, I, I had a, I had our buddy Pat over. He was over. We were playing some games this last weekend at the house, and and he was we were talking a little bit about it. And he said he said uh, he was reading somewhere in one of the books that you know techno babble Star Trek techno babble was encouraged, um, and so he was just going to start throwing it all out because that's what he liked to do. And I remember that last episode, he was all about like realigning the deflector dish to rephase the repulsors into the ion right, drive. Right. And I was like, what? This is amazing. I don't know what he's saying, but it's awesome. What, what cracks me up is when I'll say something that's a real, you know, quote unquote real. Like if you Googled it, you'd find an article on memory alpha, which is the, the main, apparently the, the quote-unquote wikis for Star Trek are categorized into memory alpha, memory beta, uh, probably gamma and delta. Right. And as you get further down, the less canonical they are, right? Yeah. Memory delta is like, it's stuff from novels and fan fiction and other video games um, and all that kind of stuff where... Memory Alpha is the stuff straight out of the show. But like okay. like we'll be talking and I'm like I'm like yeah you something something but you, you you know you scratch yourself on the rock or whatever but you can use a dermal regenerator to uh fix it and Fox goes what is that? I'm like what do you mean <laughs> what is that? That's a real thing. They use it like every, once once every 5 episodes in Next Generation Deep Space 9 and Voyager. <laughs> I am not making that up. That's a real thing. <laughs> right. Okay, so so my good news. My good news okay, would, go be, would be would um, be I'll probably get my Steam link going back up again. I I had uh had taken it all a lot of the stuff out of the, the, the living room because of the game weekend um at ICG Con and kind of stored it away. Mm-hmm. Um and then I opened up <laughs> I I had so much stuff and I'm trying to put it in places and um, I evidently had stored all my extra cords and parts and pieces that I didn't need for the game weekend, but were hooked up to the TV in my bedroom, one of my drawers in, in, <laughs> in, the, in the 
my, my clothes drawer. So I opened up my drawer and I was like, oh, look, there's all my HDMI cables that Zahn needed. All your um, cables. Right. And all the stuff that I should, I didn't have time to like fold and put away and, and wrap sure, up. Sure. And so I just threw them in there and when it was my Steam link. So I, I pulled it out and we, as we mentioned earlier on the show that I, I started playing it and getting it all going. Um, and it was a real good time because I got to play with Sydney came home on Sunday, which is my number one good news because she's awesome. Sure, and sure. she came home and it was set up and I had her play one finger death punch, which if people haven't played it, go on steam, buy it for super cheap. I bet it's not even $5. Um, and it's, so much fun and so easy with just your mouse. Um, hmm. And she started playing it and just has now not stopped stopped playing it. Um, she played it for like 10 minutes. She begged me just to play it right before the show even. Um, and then at the same time, also with Sydney, I started watching The Tick on Amazon. Okay. And that has been surprisingly really good. And I'm really enjoying it. And I was really hating on it for a while before because I like Patrick Warburton and he's not in this one. Oh, so, yeah, that's that's rough. That's a show that I, I don't think I've ever seen. I did not get into either. I mean, back in college, I had some, or after, after college. What, whatever whatever really it was at it. the time that it came out, I was I was preoccupied with other stuff, and the premise of it looks silly, and so. Yes, and all of that, like all of it. All of it was, none of that I wanted to get into. It just, the characters seemed kind of dumb and not interesting, and he wasn't funny for me or none of it was funny for me. I do so really like I had, Patrick Warburton though. Oh, I do. I do too. Um, so that was the one thing was Patrick Warburton was in that one. And he's not in this one. I thought I can't, how can I not watch this? How can I watch a show that has the one doesn't have the one thing I thought was good about the first one. Um, but I had several sure. people tell me that I need to watch it. And uh, every, all the reviews come back that it's phenomenal. And season two is even better than season one. So I went ahead and thought I'd watch. I realized that there were only 30 minute episodes or less. So I'd give it a try. I watched two and then I was hooked and Sydney and I were watching it and it's just, it's got some really cool, interesting things that make you think here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they switch it in the next episode and you know, it's, it's not as, it's not what you thought it was. So, and, and it's all very funny. And the guy that's the tick is so perfect. It's just so perfect. <laughs> Basically, I can say that the show, if the prim- if there's a premise to the show, it's that, you know what? There's like 8 billion people on this planet, and there's only so many people that have superpowers. And in our movie world, Marvel and DC, all the smart, good, honorable, or evil people that are extremes get these superpowers. But in this series, just normal people get these abilities or have suits or have access to super stuff. Oh, They're just yeah. normal sort of people like, like heroes or um, misfit, not misfits. Yeah. Misfits. That's a, a British show. It's kind of, it's like heroes, but a little bit darker because it's, British. Right. And, and and they're all trying to be heroes, but they're not like some super complex my my dad died or whatever. I mean, they have some some issues like the, the I guess the main character had has had like his dad die in the past and he's trying to get over it and he's got that thing and it does some mental issues because of it. But it's kind of a crux of the show. But right. the um the, one of the, the one of the characters is this woman who's a bad guy and she has these She's got evil kind of things, but she goes home and she lives in a condo with her ex-husband who they have to live in the same condo. And they, they're always arguing about mm. normal things like, can you get the lint off the carpet? She's like, I'm, <laughs> it's my layer, damn it. You know, so which just kind of makes it 
you know, she's not so evil. You think she's evil and then she's not. So sure, evil. sure. And, and she goes in and he's complaining that she's got one eye. She's got like glass eye and she's, he's complaining that she's left her glass eye on the coffee table and things like that. So I'll have to check that out. It sounds funny. Uh, it, it is funny. It, it It's surprisingly good. Um, but that, that's my good news. It's It's been a good it's been a really good week, actually. Nice. So, yeah. Uh, so, hey, here's some not so good news. Okay. I had heard it was I think it was on the radio that Toys R Us is going out of business. Have you heard that? Oh yeah, I did. I did hear about that. On um, it makes me sad. It makes me sad. It, it makes me sad. But R.I.P. But I barely went into Toys R Us. I mean, yeah, no, I I can't think of a time I've been there like ten years easily. <sighs> What's worse is that I can't think of a time where I bought anything. Like right. The the it's sad because I really like the concept. I, I mean, I always grew up seeing like Macy's Day things where you could go and see Macy's and they have just beautiful mm-hmm. toy departments. And I've always dreamed about going in them as a kid. And then uh, Toys R Us actually opened up in my hometown, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is it! This is the dream where I can go to a place for me, you know. Um, and I did enjoy going in and seeing a whole store full of all the cool GI Joes and Transformers, and um, they had model planes and all the good video games Mm -hmm. um but they were not cheap they were always like five dollars more for a video game than other places a couple dollars more they were all premium prices yeah it's kind of like last week we talked about um fries electronics yeah right it was kind of like the fries of i mean of course it existed before fries as far as i know and uh it was that that version of that it's like it's the same thing, but when you when you have a giant store that you have to pay rent and taxes on, you got to keep heated, and you got to staff with a bunch of employees, and you're not selling something that sells a lot, like food or all of the stuff that Walmart and Target and Meyer and even like jc penny sears best buy those big yeah. like generic kind of stores you're selling something even though a lot of people buy toys like compared to clothes or food it's pretty low on the on the volume yeah. scale you're uh you know you gotta you gotta set your prices accordingly and that's and they they didn't have anything there wasn't anything special about like besides the fact that they were a toys full toys store i mean if I wanted to get my Optimus Prime, I could go to Walmart and get it. And, and they I, would have it's it. just yeah. next door and they'd they'd have it too, just like these guys would have it. And it'd it be was cheaper. like yeah, Walmart has a pretty extensive like toys, games, bikes section. It's yeah. just like it's like you took that section and maybe doubled or tripled it, and then there's no food or clothes or or anything else there. I mean I think I think to me, I remember as a kid on the occasional you know when you do um I, I don't know if you've ever experienced this but you do a birthday at a certain age where um your parents will just or maybe one parent will like you go out for the day and you you just pick something out like yes in, I, instead, I do that, I in, do that with my daughter still instead of the parents having to like try and guess what it is you want or you don't have and 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 get the right thing that's not you know it's a classic like parents buy the wrong 
game <laughs> or the and like the kid right. you know fakes it because they don't want to make them feel bad and that whole th- and they're like they're like look we'll just take you to the mall and anything you, you want up to fifty dollars or whatever you know um, right that's that's probably the last th- I mean maybe maybe as an adult as a as a young adult I maybe went into one one time to look at like video games and stuff that they had but yeah in my mind it was always the place where everything was a little more expensive yeah and and, and i so that, that that's why i guess we get, get this whole like I, i'm so sad that they go because they represent something that i kind of wanted but they just didn't do what they should have done i guess i i don't know i'm not a store manager or you know deal with that kind of ceo stuff but the, you know, I, I will say here's here's something that will always still stick with me is the is the the great little jingo they had about uh, you know um, I don't want to grow up I'm a Toys R Us kid, and you know when I was a kid I loved that I loved that little jingle and I still kind of say it today I, I do a lot of things that are considered childlike I mean for better or for worse whatever you want to say you know I play video games I watch, I watch comic books and bikes. and I what was it bikes and Bikes and bikes trains. and trains and video games. Video games. Yeah. I can see the whole toy song. store there is. There is. I don't yeah. want to grow up because yeah. maybe if I did, I wouldn't be a wouldn't Toys R Us kid. Toys R Us kid. That's right. That's some. That's some valuable brain matter that's just dedicated to that now. For I know it's great. I have it forever. Um, but so yeah, I still do those things. I still you know occasionally will. I will walk. I I went into Walmart. Speaking of Walmart, uh, just last week to buy something like um um. I think I went scotch tape or something that I needed to do. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, I wander over to the uh, toy aisle just to see what, you know, hey, maybe they got like a, a transformer that's like super on clearance or something, you know, <laughs> Be- because I can't. But the, I, like, the thing- I like to troll through the uh, the clearance aisles once in a while. I went in. Um, uh, we have a Meyer here. It's kind of a regional store, yeah. but they're just a it, it's slightly nicer than Walmart. And uh went to the went to the aisle where the legos were because i'm like you know what i'm i'm in my mid-30s now i'm like i i could just i could just straight up buy some legos if i wanted to and yeah it's like i recognize that in in their in their market in their in their product like whatever in their genre like lego is better than anything else oh yeah like like connects are pretty cool but they're not legos Right. right they're not they don't have the flexibility and but they're they're still so expensive they're so expensive still well the, like, the, a, like if i want to get a small boring star wars especially like they have the ips which drives the price up even more but i'm like the one like boring side thing of of star wars that's like just gungans or something stupid like that <laughs> and it's like yeah $38 and I'm like no right get out of here with that. That, that that's why I had some hopes that that other um, other people when they when Lego lost their copyright suit or whatever for their interlocking mechanism mm. their basic Lego stuff that I thought that other companies would would be jumping on that and and getting like oh now we're going to get all these different IPs from different companies and I won't have to spend the, the $40 for the Gungan village um, but no, Lego just decided to get to snatch them all up and they've got everything you could want for, for Legos. Um, so they're still expensive, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. It sucks. But so you were a Lego guy growing up or did you, did you buy a lot of Legos? Um, you know, a, a little bit of everything I had, um, do you remember constructs? 
I do remember constructs, yes. There were like a little blue cube that had that had um knobs on all the sides and you would attach these long sticks to it kind of like girders and it was like the the intermediate product between the old metal nut and bolt erector sets yeah and and connects yep so i had those first or whatever i had those at the same time that i had legos and i had legos you know like most everybody did nothing nothing super cool i had some like night stuff and so most of it came from garage sales and stuff so i never had like a space shuttle or anything like I had one or two friends who, you know, maybe had some stuff like that. But um, yeah. And then later, you know, as an older child was around the time connects came out and I had the big the big box of connects and like my little brothers got the um, like the roller coaster set. I I maybe got the big carousel. Nice. That you could make and it had a little motor. You could put on it so that Makes stuff it go. would move and right. all of that. I, I bought my oldest daughter a whole box of connects, and I've still got them upstairs for Sydney that she doesn't play with much, but it, it was those were fun. Those yeah. were fun. Yeah. Now I, they're doing a lot of crossovers with Minecraft, which is oh, really? perfect, like, you know, right. best of both worlds kind of, uh, kind of synergy there. But Well, uh, I had, I had, uh, mine was always, I, I didn't have a ton of toys growing up. Um, I mean, the kind of the cheapy toys or whatever that yeah that we, we had a, we had a lot of stuff and most of it came from garage sales you're right right that's that's kind of how it was you know but you buy a you find a you know what what at the store cost like two hundred dollars worth of legos is in somebody's garage sale for 20 bucks yes right and that's why and garage and, sales are still great even, now and today. even and even then you're like you're like hey will you take 15 for this <laughs> yeah I, I do miss them a lot, buy, a lot of times. Buying stuff new, especially if it's something like Lego that's pretty much, it's like hardwood floor. Unless it melts, <laughs> it's yeah. it's going to last forever. Like, right. don't buy that new. You're right. I I, I, uh, I always am tempted when I'm driving through the neighborhood during garage sale season and wanting to pull over just so that I could, just so that I can maybe see that little Lego set that somebody's selling for 10 bucks. Like, just want to get rid of it and, mm. you know, be be one of those things. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't anymore, but 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 I should. Right, the, right. right. Um, I, I but my because I, I didn't have a lot of toys growing up, but I, but I did every once in a while. Like mom would splurge and buy like a transformer. That was always for me. I think transformers were always big and GoBots, and before then, um, because I think I had one of the GoBots, and that's about like that didn't grab me the way that some other stuff did. There was a certain age. And I forget exactly when it was, but I got a um, HO scale model train set. Yeah. And then I was, I was hardcore into like it was either model trains or just the normal car models that you used to be able to buy at um, at Walmart. Well, mine so was th- so those were my things, and so I didn't uh, get into I didn't things. get into other stuff. Well, m- mine was definitely the the mentality of of not being able to have a lot as a kid and being frugal with the money that i got so transformers the 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 appeal to transformers was that i got a truck 
and a robot oh, at, the, sure, at the same sure. time. And and that was like amazing to me. And and it was, and it was more than meets the eye. It totally was. And and it was a puzzle. So that I could like sit down on my own time and figure it out. Mm. And then I could just like have the car and the truck and play cars and trucks or or you know, to then do my puzzle and then play play uh robots. Nice. Um so that's why, still to this day, triple changers are by far my most favorite transformer of all time. Because I got three Wait, what is, in one. What is that? It's it's three robots in one. So they had like uh, Astro Train was a a train that transformed into a space shuttle that transformed into a robot. Oh, so, okay. It's not oh, like yeah. a not like a Voltron thing where it's you combine. Uh, kind of like Voltron. That's why Voltron was kind of like one of my favorites. Except Voltron just had the lions into the big robot, but but and I did like those too. Um, mm. but no, uh, it's funny because they only had two when they first released them. There was the the uh, one that was the tank. In, I think into the jet, into the robot, and then the other one, Astro Train, which was the train into the shuttle, into the robot. And of all the things they could have picked, they couldn't have picked better for me because I was such a, a space geek back then, and the, the space shuttle mm-hmm. was such a craze. And this robot, that when he turned into a space shuttle, looked just like like the Atlantis space shuttle. And I nice. thought, oh, this is... Of course, of course, it was the most expensive, and I never could get it. But um, anyway, the, the Transformers were always big, and still, to this day, they're still big to me. I have in front of me, I'm holding Megatron, which is a <laughs> tank. It's a triple-changer Megatron tank plane Megatron. Um, nice. And so I do. I mean, I, I like those still. And those were fun when I was a kid. I, I love G.I. Joe, but it was still you buy a guy and that's that's it. That's, you know, there's your three dollars or. Right, right. Whatever to, to me, it was it was some combination of like I went straight from model trains into Star Trek, which is weird. I don't really know how that happened, but <laughs> um, and so it was like that, like I always wanted the like the fake trees and the little buildings like you could buy a model kit that was a building and yeah i did i did stuff like um the company if i think about it long enough i'll remember the name but the company made a little um like rural church right but i had found see in my mind i think it was on the internet but i'm sure i read this in a magazine because there was no internet um (laughs) like somebody's tips for like so you take this little country church model kit and so i bought one and and built it normally and then i bought another one and i got a dremel tool that was a big deal when i got that and (laughs) um like cut off all the gothic arches on the windows yeah and took out all the like stained glass paper that went in the windows and painted the walls red instead of white and and took the took the um cross off of the the bell tower and now your little country church is a little country school schoolhouse nice there's a tree with a little tire swing and the whole like that was what i was all about making Um, your own stuff and making yours which which is interesting to me that I never got into miniatures games because by the time I discovered miniatures games yeah was you know 5 ish years after the days when I would build those models and I had bought um car models and I had done a couple of those and I had the model kit the big um Ertl ERTL was the company that made those and I had the big um, original series enterprise that Ooh, um, nice 
that was cut away. Okay. So like you could take take it apart and it showed a cross section of all the decks. Oh, that's cool. Right? And it's I still have it and it's, it's very cool. And it's for the most part like un un undone like the pieces are still on the on the um the trees, the plastic molded things like i never i never found the time and the dedication to like take all those pieces apart and paint them all because it's so it was such a daunting task man you should almost kind of almost make it a little priority you know if you didn't have your house to do of course but right right and you know now i'm 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 a little bit older and my 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 hands are a little unsteady and i'm like i don't know i'm thinking you'd be surprised i my buddy bill that's been on the show he 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 took up model painting much later in life and, and really, really enjoys it. It becomes like a very therapeutic thing he does when he's sure. got like a, a, one of his old shows he'll put on the, on the TV and then, you know, just be painting in the background and it's kind of I, soothing. I could see that. So, but, but I had that before I went to college and then I would do stuff like I would take a lot of my model stuff with me, like the first year that I went to college and then the yeah. whole semester would go by and it would stay in a box the whole time. I'm like, between going to classes, yeah. doing all my social stuff that I did, and then, like, I, you know, I was probably still doing the other Star Trek role-playing back then and or playing StarCraft, whatever, on my computer. Yeah, there's other I'm like, things in the there's, world. there's no space in my life for this. Right. And so by the time I discovered uh, miniatures games, my brothers were getting into the, the Games Workshop Lord of the Rings game. I'm like... I don't I don't have the money and even if I did I don't have the time. Like I'm not yeah. going to paint a bunch of little tiny dudes and that's what I would want to do like I wouldn't want to have as it. Yeah. So that's funny. Our little bit of a, a psych, psycholo- our psychology session here now now that I'm sitting there thinking about <laughs> my childhood toys. I think a lot of things that that um I got into growing up in that young to to adolescent age was based on on not having a lot or or trying to get the, mm-hmm. getting the most bang for my buck every single time I got because I was that's one of the things I, I loved about video games is that I could you could pay x amount of dollars or you could convince your mom to finally buy one thing like Super Mario mm-hmm. Brothers and you could pl- literally play it for months and and constantly be playing it more and more and more and more and then until you could finally get that other big score to play it get another one um, oh yeah I mean we talk about that when. Um when you talk about the arcades I'm like yeah. i could i could never justify paying the money to play for a few minutes a game at the yeah. arcade even though like relatively speaking the the amount of quarters to to what a, a console game costs but still yeah. it's like it's paid like once you buy it then you have it and you pay right play, you know right i don't i don't know how many hours i got out of super mario brothers but i know we got tons of hours out tons. of like um dr mario and we had some baseball game that we would play multiplayer well that's what that's what that's really when i got i started playing like uh, when i played final fantasy one the first one i was blown away that i could play this thing for like 80 hours and <laughs> and, and get it for what i got and then i discovered ultima and all rpgs became my number one thing in the world so that i could sure i could spend tons of time on them and for the same price that i would get for other like even a mario game and be, be done with that pretty quickly um so those became big, and then I obviously got into like D and D and some actual things where you buy a book for twenty dollars and it would last you a year. Um, so a lot of that, those toys and, and hobbies that I got into were were because that you know here's what you can afford and you can really make a lot of good time out of it forever. Um, 
So yeah, I don't know. I like that. That's that's it's good. Good uh, jog down memory lane for some of the cool stuff. And now sure. that I look around my house, or not my house, but my my uh, um, game room and my man cave area is still filled with, filled with some of those old uh, things good, that, that I like. A good percentage of your house. It, it is a good percentage of my house. Don't sell right? yourself short. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to like cover so I'm not that that geeky. Oh, man. okay, okay. I mean, you yeah. you are also driving a Mustang, which is a different kind of it's uh, right. It's the whole the thing. whole thing. Yeah. So say say you get to come to my house now. You actually you saw the house upstairs. That is totally normal, man. And just so you know, normal during the year. That's totally normal. I'm not total geek. You just but. like mountain of board games. <laughs> that's right downstairs. Right. And, right. All right. Oh man, well I think that's 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 it for us this week, man. We're hitting our time already. Yeah, I know. Fast. You, you talked about talking about fantasy movie league. I don't know if there's much to say with that. Oh, uh, we're we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that next week. I think we, that there's too much to kind of say about that. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll talk uh, talk our good buddy Fox into coming on to talk about what a crushing disappointment Ready Player One turned out to be. Oh, uh, uh, we we don't know that yet. We don't know that yet. We're in history no, here where we haven't seen I'm, it. I'm set. I'm setting the bar low. Then when it turns out to be, <laughs> you're moderating o- your expectations. Is that just, what you're doing? When it turns out to be just okay, we're like, man, that movie was great. It was great. <laughs> well, I I have tickets. With, uh, Sydney and I have tickets with Pat on Wednesday, so we're oh, we're going to see it on the opening go go o- around overachievers. My my local uh, beer theater is doing a special show Thursday night, but I'm I have to I have to figure out what's going on. I've got a couple. My sister and brother-in-law are coming up from Nashville this weekend with their kids. It's Easter weekend, right? And, uh, Easter and my other up. sister is coming down from from up north, and so I'm gonna have to coordinate with like, okay, who wants to go see this? Let's work this out because I'm I'm not, you know, yeah. it's 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 a new sort of uh, I want to say meme, but it's like a thing my family say now where they're like, oh, Dennis has to. He has to watch that movie for his podcast. So, <laughs> he's got he's to watch it for the show. It's they, so, I mean, before we started <laughs> doing this, movies would just pass me by. I'm like, I mean, I think I've talked about on the show how I rented um, the third Dark Knight. Oh, yeah. Dark Knight Rises? Returns. Returns? Rises. Right, Rises is right. Rises. Yeah. Um, I, I rented it from Redbox because I'm like, man, I can't believe I haven't seen this movie yet. And then <sighs> I got like... 10 minutes into it and i'm like wait i have seen this movie crap <laughs> i watched like half of it until like the football field is collapsing under them and i'm like all right i, I think that's enough. I, I I'm, gonna, this one. I'm gonna watch some more how i met your mother well the, the yeah but, the now like, now now you have clearly to i never saw that in the theater like it just came and went but on because we're doing the show i'm like well i can't, i know i know mike's gonna go see it and so <laughs> what well, you know, if I haven't seen it, we have nothing to talk about. And so, right, right. Or, or if we're, now that we've got a lot of our group me channels, people are familiar with the show or they're talking about podcasting or whatever. And so um, I know I'll, I'll chime in that I want to talk about it and we get Pat talking about it. And then you're like left out in the cold because you don't know. Yeah, what of course. Plus, <laughs> plus, if if I haven't seen a movie, how am I going to be able to tell Fox how wrong he is <laughs> how wrong he is right the 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 other thing too is that uh w- w- there's a there's a moratorium on spoilers and if you're and if you're hanging out with people that are watching these movies you know for so long we're going to spoil the crap out of it eventually 
So if yeah, you didn't yeah. watch Ready Player One, or you know, the worst part about it is that it can kind of destroy it to you, people's opinions. I think if you don't watch, like, say, Ready Player One, if you if you hear a bunch of people say, "Oh, it's terrible, it's horrible," then it can just really change your experience. About oh yeah, what I mean that's a well, th- that's a that's a whole different topic. But like the 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 reviews or the opinions mm-hmm. are almost more impactful than a spoiler like if somebody tells me you know hey snape kills dumbledore i'm like oh man you ruined it whatever but if if they're like oh hey the last harry potter movie was awful then like it affects my perception going every scene right yeah like it's almost more knowing the because i mean (laughs) if you read the book you know what happens if it's an adaptation right in that in that specific example like it doesn't spoil like knowing that ned stark gets assassinated in game of thrones doesn't ruin that for me by the way dennis is just spoiling every movie and show (laughs) right now he's just like by the way the spoiler of and the spoiler of my first reflex for for that for that little bit was to was for uh, uh force awakens and i but i went further back okay <laughs> like the last harry potter was like 10 years ago or something <laughs> right. so well, it wasn't it was but like yeah eight, the, but. so what, what, having somebody else's opinion come in and through and or even a bunch of people's opinion because if there's anything i've learned about movies and i've accepted about myself is that there's a lot of shows that i i really really enjoy and are something that just hit me at the right time that a lot mm-hmm. of people don't and they have really low scores and i i just today had clicked on the fact that the greatest showman happens to be in the theaters for a little bit longer still like until Wednesday and it has a, a really low rotten tomato score and I really really enjoyed that show um, and if I had seen all the negative stuff or heard people talk negatively about it I can't say that might have affected me some I'm glad it didn't you know that I didn't see those so being able to watch your you know watch them when it first comes out before we talk about it is is a new thing I'm sure for you that, yeah yeah it's almost more uh like I would rather be spoiled with with a, a detail of the story than than to yeah. be overwhelmed with other people's opinions going into it. Maybe, and maybe not, now I, I know we've talked about this a lot, but you've read Ready Player One, right? Uh, audiobook, but yeah. Oh, audiobook, yeah. So okay, narrated okay. narrated by the great Will Wheaton. Right. I, I would I I would say that that. Like this is a you you would have to watch this one because because you have some kind of understanding of it. If we all bashed it, all your friends bashed it, and you would probably not see it, right? But who knows if you watch it, you if may we weren't doing like the it. podcast probably right. But if we all if we all said we loved it, then you would maybe watch it. But this way, you get to actually watch it and then make up your own opinion of it, and then be one of the first ones to come back and actually say what you think about it you know regardless of all the other people which right kind of cool i mean that's and that's that's the that's the that's the opinion that i value the most hearing hearing fox before he talks to anybody else or or, or geek scholar chris before he talks they have a round table or hearing um you say what you think of something before anybody else gives the opinion is that's a more true opinion in my you know that i respect more okay man well I've said it, I think we said it already that we we've saved I think three lives I think I saw it online that we saved three <laughs> lives tonight so uh, they were I'm, gonna they were gonna jump and then they decided to wait for next week's show because of this one so we're we're good I think I think we did our job I'm I'm slightly distracted because there's stuff popping up on my computer 
apparently, and this will be old news by the time the show goes out, but uh, Adam Nimoy, Leonard Nimoy's son, yes, just got married to uh, Terry Farrell, who played Dax. Uh, okay, there's some weird babies happening there. So right, right. It's a it's a, a Vulcan, and it's and it's Vulcan his... uh, symbiote. No, trill, trill. That's it. Yeah, weird. Wow, that's weird. Yeah. I guess oh. if you're gonna if you're gonna get married to somebody, that's that's the way to. Leonard Nimoy's son is he an attractive fellow? Because I can't imagine that being a thing. He and, he looks kind of like what you'd imagine Leonard Nimoy's son would look. They, like. they had they had to have like met at a convention or a get it back together type thing after party. I mean, there has to be some like, yeah, con- right. connection there that. Uh, that was, not but, not to go too far into it, but I, I did. Hopefully, re- that's not fake news. If it is, we'll just cut it out. <laughs> right. This won't, uh, none of this. I, none of I this did go back and watch the the first new new Trek type thing with Chris Pine, and I really liked that show. I mean, I liked it better as even a, a rewatching, so it was fun. Oh yeah, it was it was the best of the reboots. Yeah, as, was, as far as I believe, it was fun stuff. Okay, man. Well, uh, where would people go to get uh, information and the bookmarks that you're going to put on our website? Go to our website, frontporchpodcast.com slash 31, episode 31. Woohoo! Getting there. Getting close to the year. My daughter asked if we were going to have a big celebration for our 52. I said, uh, maybe we'll have an extra drink that night. <laughs> and yeah, on, on episode 50, we'll have to... Uh, We'll, we'll make a clip show or something. That's right. And we can take, we can, 52, we will uh, take the night off, is what we'll do, right? Yeah. The, the yeah. first week in, in a year. So. We'll publish a clip show. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, uh, for the front porch, this is Michael. And Dennis. Have a good night, everybody. Night, guys. Night, guys.